you know, they definitely have sort of an ability to represent kind of uh, or understand abstract concepts. And uh, there's another recent thing where a scientist, I think, Denise Herzing, Herzing anyway, uh, is her last mm-hmm. name. She had done something where they basically use an underwater keyboard uh, that creates sounds that are kind of within the acoustic range of what dolphins can normally do uh, to, like, create words for different things. So once they use these, like, they say, like, you know, this, like, squeak, 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 like, means, you know, seaweed mm-hmm. or whatever. And then they'll, the dolphins will, like, pick that up and they'll use that word, like, among themselves, you know? Uh, wow, so, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, squeak, squeak, yeah. squeak seaweed yeah um, like yeah something like, like yeah that? exactly like they'll pick up that term for like a toy or whatever and then they'll talk about it like among themselves and like you know with their trainers they'll use the the term uh wow. yeah so and yeah so that, that that's that's, a, that's pretty impressive and yeah. um and i so i feel like you know there, there's there's a lot you could do with a movie about a dolphin conspiracy to assassinate the president but i thought maybe um it might be interesting just to to read the very brief review by Pauline Kael of the Day of the Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it that came pissed out me in off. Uh, yeah, I have it a theory me off about I, yeah why people didn't like the movie. But anyway, yeah, we can read her review. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah and we can, and it'll also give you a little bit of a, a concept of the plot. Um, mm-hmm. So she wrote. The most expensive Rin Tin Tin picture ever made, with a gimmick the Rin Tin Tin pictures never stoop to. The dolphins here are dubbed with plaintive, childish voices and speak in English. Mike Nichols directed this elaborate exercise in anthropomorphic tear-jerking, which turns the dolphins into fishy human babies. George C. Scott is the godlike dolphin trainer, whom they call Pa. The movie is about a plot to assassinate the president by using the dolphins Scott has trained as bomb carriers. The star dolphins, Alpha and Beta, foil this attempt, just as Rin Tin Tin would have done. But this isn't a happy movie. Nichols and the writer, Buck Henry, who adopted the uh, Robert Merle novel, exploit Watergate and the political assassinations of recent decades for a despairing attitude toward corruption. The picture ends with the bawling baby Alpha protesting love for Pa while Scott tells the pair that they must trust no man and forces the whimpering babies to leave their home forever. The movie makers who put out the Rin Tin Tin pictures didn't take themselves so seriously that they felt the need to break kids' hearts. This movie sends kids out destroyed. It's preposterously ill-conceived. And, uh, yeah, that was, uh, I think she also said elsewhere that, like, if this was the most, if a talking dolphin movie was the most imaginative thing that, uh, Mike Nichols could come up with, that he should quit filmmaking. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that does sort of reveal that in the movie, the dolphins kind of do actually learn to speak English, which, yes. like, you know, that's a little bit of a stretch, like, I don't know if the dolphins, like, have, like, the actual, like, physical abilities to form like the morphemes of english whether they, they don't have from it. what i've read yeah, they don't like, have vocal cords so they could yeah. not speak the way they do in this yes, movie although i but... do love how they yeah like love you know like they do like a little fa, dolphin love pa. yeah one of the best parts of the movie is like basically the sus people from the franklin foundation come over and like they you know are trying to kind of evaluate the dolphin for you know, the plan they have to put this mine in the bottom of the presidential yacht. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, you know, they're interrogating the dolphin, basically, and the trainer. Uh, and they're like, you know, how far can he swim in a day, you know, and follow, like, how, you know, uh, how long can he swim, like, uh, like, without stopping or whatever? And follow be like, one day or whatever. And they'd be like, what do these mean, one day? It's like, well, he understands distance in terms of time or whatever. And they'll, uh-huh. you know, uh, and they're like, uh, they start asking him philosophical questions. They'll be like, fa, you know, he's called fa, 
which is short for Alpha, because he's, like, the first dolphin, I guess, in the program. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, Fa, you know, is man good? And Fa's like, man, good! And no, he like, says, you know, yeah, why yeah, is, why man, is good? man good? And he goes, smooth! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, you know, he likes the way that we feel, you know? We feel like, and they're like, yeah. not very philosophical, and... You know, George then, G. Scott yeah, retorts, then it, like, uh, and you then know, at one well, point, smoothness yeah, is pleasure, and pleasure uh-huh. to fly is good, so that is philosophical, you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, at the yeah. one point, one of these evil foundation billionaires uh, tells yeah, like a German the Dolphins. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, just like right. an evil asshole. And uh, we'll talk in a second about, like, the, the maybe, like, the subliminal message behind, like, that whole scene. But he basically, he tells the Dolphins that there's a shark in the waters with them, and they freak out, and they, like, they swim. At, they like leap yeah, over the, the whole the cage thing and is swim like, away. He starts off going like, "Suppose there is like a shark, you know, in the pool." You know, he's like uh, trying to be hypothetical, and it's like there yeah. is such an entity as a shark. Like, is a shark, you know, like, uh, and then you know, George Scott's like, "Well, he doesn't understand hypotheticals, you know." Uh, Something either is or is not. Yeah, exactly. And so then he says, like, there is a shark in this tank, you know, and he's trying to, like, set that up as, like, a conditional sentence, like, that, like, so then, like, is that good or whatever. But, yeah, but they you know, just they freak out. Instantly, yeah. like, bolt. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, George C. Scott says, like, you know, they've never been lied to before, you know. They yeah, the, the, the like dolphin the eventually yeah. comes back, and <laughs> I think yeah. uh, Fog goes, man said things not. Like the dolphin, like, <laughs> encountering a lie for the first time. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's bit, you know, there are aspects of this, and this kind of maybe ties into, like, uh, why I think certain people who just Pauline Kale like reacted badly to the movie or saw like the idea fundamentally as being juvenile like uh or associate you know with kids because associating something with children is one of like the you know core ways to to mean something or to uh you know but i think like uh you know I, i like part of the the thing is like there is a little bit of like a noble savage thing of like you know we're corrupting the dolphins and there's this sort of thing of like anthropomorphism you know like pauline kale i think even brings that up like you know you're turning the dolphins into these you know these babies like you know you're putting them on the level of like human babies i Uh read like an interesting uh study and you know the whole thing of anthropomorphism i'll talk about it like uh i think there's something to it in that like you know on one hand people say anthropomorphism like, and they think of, like, you know, March of the Penguins or whatever, where it's, like, Mommy Penguin, like, says to be, you know, and it's, like, they're putting this yeah. whole narrative of stuff, and, like, there are cases where people anthropomorphize animals, and, or like, Or, like, my, uh, my octopus uh, lover or whatever. Or, yeah, or, yeah calling out. an octopus, like, a queer dyke from outer space. I don't know. But anyway, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. But, um like uh yeah i think that there are certain cases where people take it overboard like you know it could be considered unserious or unscientific or unscholarly you know but there's a double side of it uh which is like i actually think there's an interesting quote um this is again a quotation that i used in uh my uh my paper uh that i'm gonna draw from a little bit uh here about uh anthro uh so like uh it comes from this guy like uh who wrote a book about like uh animal emotions or uh something like that uh animal feelings uh what was the book called let me see if i can uh find it uh he had an interesting interaction with uh some people um at sea world like relative to the goal of 
uh, his book. Uh, it was, yeah, it's called When Elephants Weep is the name of the book. Uh, and his quote is, uh, he said, you know, looking for information about how trainers work with the emotions of animals they used in shows, I approached the public relations director at SeaWorld in San Diego. So we all know, like, how nefarious SeaWorld is from, like, maybe yep. watching The Cove and, uh, and Blackfish. Anyway, so uh, he told me bluntly that he disapproved of the notion of animal emotions and would not permit SeaWorld to be associated with my research because it smacked of anthropomorphism. I was, therefore, astonished to see shows there in which killer whales and dolphins were trained to wave, shake hands, and splash water the spectators they had been trained to behave like people more precisely like people who had been bent and formed into amusing slaves in the service of commercial exploitation mm-hmm. um another interesting thing is that dolphins like don't like the sound of applause but we're always like encouraged at these shows to like you know like clap for them you know and like oh, but their no. ears are so sensitive you know Aww. but uh anyway so yeah like i think i read it found another interesting study while researching for this episode uh, which was entitled, uh, Are You Smarter Than a Cita- Cetacean? And basically what they did in that study was they primed, like, respondents by sort of talking about human mortality and, like, mm-hmm. you know, how all people die or whatever. And then after that, they would, you know, give them some article about dolphin intelligence. And what they found, like, you know, contrast to a control where people weren't primed to think about death, uh, mm-hmm. or to think about, like, human mortality, like, the people who were primed in that way would then be like, fuck dolphins, you know? Like, <laughs> you know, they would get pissed off at the oh, idea that dolphins no. were, you know, uh, more intelligent than humans or were as intelligent as humans because that would make them feel, like, creaturely, you know? That would make them sensitive to, like, their animalness you know so i and think is that, that that that's wrapped up um th- that's sort of based on something called terror management theory right yeah 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 that's the idea that like uh terror management theory was kind of the the premise of this that like people would get disgusted at dolphins because of the terror that it would create by association the idea that a dolphin which is an animal is like as smart as a human makes a human, like, you know, more of an animal. And animals, like, are, you know, expendable and they die, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. Whereas a human don't have being, like, to think of or... as being something more, yes. Uh, and, like, not not a creature, which is, you know, interesting because, yeah, like, a creature feeling. There's, like, that whole idea from Otto of, like, a creature feeling and mysterium tremendum, the idea mm. of being, like, humbled before, like, an experience of... Uh, like a numinous being or, or of like deity and like feeling like a, a creation, which I guess, you know, is scary. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that, cre- you know, can, if dolphins are associated with that. And I think that part of that might have to do with why people hated the movie Day of the Dolphin, because, yeah, yeah. you know, the uh, <clears throat> implication that dolphins are intelligent combined with a sort of cynicism about human politics, like, mm-hmm. uh, and the whole idea, you know, like, yeah, at the very end of the movie, like, uh, you know, where uh, uh, George C. Scott has to be like, no fa, like, go, like, man, bad, like, you know, you must, like, you know, fa, yeah, go to yeah. water, like, pa, go, go to pa, land. Pa, not like, talk you know. to man. Man is bad. Eat, yeah. swim, play, not talk. Yeah, exactly. He basically, like, you know, it's sort of like a, a, a corruption that he's been taught to talk. There's actually even the scene where, like, uh, they, the people who were, uh, you know, the sort of good guys, George C. Scott and his group, who at this, you know, they're talking about the, the, the plot and they're, you know, talking about how they're probably going to kill Fa, you know, yeah. because Fa can talk and that makes uh-huh. him a witness. So yeah, there's like, you yeah. know, he's been entangled in all these like, you know, filthy human sorted conspiracies. Thank you.
access to the full-length episode, subscribe to the Hour of Frequency at patreon.com slash subliminaljihad.